Hello, everyone, and welcome to another special interview with Squared Circle Sirens. It is me, Heal Dennis, along with our fearless leader and owner, Casey. Um, and we've got something special coming to you today. Um, if you've seen my Twitter, I have been so hyped. The site has been hyped because one of our favorites and true friends of the site is graciously giving us her time uh, to be able to chat with us. The one, the only, Faye Jackson is with us. Hi, Casey. Hi, Dennis. I love you guys. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, we love you. We're so excited to have you. Yay. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much, guys. Ever since you agreed to do this, Casey and I have just been like going on a chat about how excited we are to be able to chat with you. Um, And we're so excited to be able to give it to all the fans at home. Um, And so, Faye, we really kind of want to kick it off. Um, really going into what made you come into this crazy world of wrestling? <laughs> well, what made me come into this crazy world of wrestling is just the fact that I always wanted to do it. Like, I watched, I grew up watching wrestling, like, I think just pretty much like everybody else. But my era was like watching Jacqueline and Sable and Tori and Trish and Lita and even with me being the size that I am for some reason I always thought that I could be that person like in my mind I never looked at my size even though even as a kid growing up I always had curves and I was always okay with it in a way of course I got body shamed in high school and little in college but it's like, for me, watching those ladies just be cute, be sexy, be dominant, be strong, be athletic, to me, that was just like, I, I wanted at least give it a try and see how far I can go with it. So, so far, so good. I would say I can pat myself on the back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. You've been killing it, especially lately. You're, like, getting your name out there and everything. It's exciting. So, um... Who were some of your inspirations? Was it Jacqueline and Sable, or were there more? Oh, it was 100% Jacqueline. Um, China. Uh, I even grew up watching, like, ECW. I would stay up to, like, 1 in the morning on a Saturday and have hold my antenna, even though I was probably <laughs> supposed to be asleep and watch Julian uh, <laughs> McGillicuddy, like, cut all these awesome promos watch francine take every single serious bump there ever was to take to uh luna to uh 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 tori to what what i think nicole bass came around for a little bit jazz uh oh man Uh, (laughs) there's so many people like that era to me was kind of like the most influential because like i said they were like not only strong, they were badass. They were beautiful. Uh, when Lita came in, just doing stuff off of the top rope. Now, don't I? You're not going to catch me doing anything off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that right now. But in my mind, in my dreams, I think I can do it. So you know, maybe one day if I decide to decide that this is going to be my last match ever i would go on the top <laughs> rope and kill myself <laughs> but other than that like just watching 
women like that and all all the way to like stephanie mcmahon how she came in looking innocent and now she's like like the boss like nobody can get a crowd to hate them more than she can but it's like i respect her because i mean look where she started from vince mcmahon's innocent sweet child to the queen bee like she's the queen bee and i absolutely love her every time she comes out so Faye, another thing that i find really interesting about your story and you even slightly mentioned it um you know you went to college you didn't just go straight from high school right into the wrestling career um kind of talk to us a little bit about that time the college life and what kind of really got you started into becoming a wrestler well well, growing up with my mother, my mom was like, she has her master's. My dad went to college. And, like, that was, like, a mandatory thing for me. You have to go to college. And, you know, I kind of hinted a little bit that I always wanted to go into wrestling. And my mom killed that immediately. She was like, nope, you're going to be the next Oprah. So I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like, but imagine her telling me this and I was the shyest little kid around like I didn't talk to anybody people barely knew my name in high school I probably maybe had two or three friends because I didn't want to talk to anybody I was so shy but I knew how to uh blend music together I knew how to edit videos I was the girl that people knew would burn the cds please don't please please uh irs or anybody (laughs) don't come for me now (laughs) <laughs> yes, I did charge five dollars to like make little yes. things like that. <laughs> so when I got into college, like I really loved music. I love all types of music, and I studied communications and PR. And I always had a love for sports. So like my job in college, uh, like when we had work study, I did um. I worked in the athletic department, so I was always around football players and basketball players, and even then, I was the one that burned the CDs and, you know, <laughs> put the mixtapes together, but um, I discovered our college had, like, the top radio station in the country, so I gave it a try. I was like, you know, anyway, as long as you had the grades and they had a time slot, I went up there and decided to be a DJ, and... I was an on-air DJ for, like, what, five years. Uh, did I used to be the club DJ. I was the host. I uh, used to help throw parties. I would. I was the music girl, and I worked at a popular DJ, uh, popular club in Cleveland. I worked at one of the top radio stations in Cleveland and Akron. And no matter what, I always would go back to wrestling. I'll always watch wrestling. And people thought it was weird because it's like, I'm in this music industry where like I'm interviewing Young Jeezy one day, but I'm talking about The Rock. Oh, you see that uh, promo The Rock cut? Like him and John Cena about to throw bows and just like... <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what? You watch that? Like, why are you watching that? That's crazy. Or like every time they would come into town, I will always ask, like, my promotions director, like, hey, can I uh, get tickets to see the Raw or 
the SmackDown or if, like the pay per view was coming. I was like, hey, can I get tickets? And they was like, okay. like they would just think it was weird, but like, okay, yeah, I guess. Like, I'm gonna <laughs> see why you're going to this. So I always would try to go to a show, but that that really wasn't my passion. Like people have a passion for that. I always had a passion for wrestling, so I just decided one day, you know. Why not? Let's see how far I can go. And I'm not even that athletic. I'm going to put that out there right now. Like, I don't like to run and I don't (laughs) like cardio, but I do it because it's a part of wrestling. And, you know, you have to do things that you don't want to do if you really desire to do them things. That's true. So um, what made you select the ROH Dojo to train at? Oh, I'll put it to you this way. We kind of found each other at the same time. So what had happened was (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, when I started out in wrestling, I was just like basically horrible. So I didn't want to wrestle. So I was like, I'll be like, I'll be like the next table. I'll just come out and make you look good. So, <laughs> so I used to come out in a ring with, um, like, whatever wrestler they wanted me to come out with. And it was this guy at this promotion in um, in New Jersey called Guapo Grande. They wanted me to come out with him. And one of these shows, Larry Legend was working. And I was asking him about, like, Ring of Honor. Because I always knew about Ring of Honor. I knew about the Briscoes. And I knew about, like, uh, Jay Lethal being there. I knew about uh, Brian Danielson and, like, all these people that were at Ring of Honor at that time. And I was following the product. So I asked him, like, I heard Ring of Honor has a school. And he was like, oh, I think they kind of shut down. But I'll kind of, you know, I'll see what I can do for you. So I go out and do like a a, a spot with uh, Grappo Grande. The crowd eats it up. And right after the show, Larry Legend was like, oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. He's like, I'm going to email Delirious right now and tell him that you need to come to the Ring of Honor dojo. And I was like, well, can I get the email, too? Because, you know, just in case. Not that I didn't believe you wasn't going to do it. Because it's always nice to have somebody that can back you up. But I just wanted, you know, to email them too. So I emailed them. Didn't hear anything. But then a month later, I had seen Larry Legend at another show. And he's like, oh, did he email you back yet? And I was like, no, I didn't hear anything, but it's okay. He's like, no, I'm calling him right now. And legit, he called him. He's like, yeah, I have. And you guys can look this up on Google or whatever if it's around. Uh. Uh, I have Big Booty Trudy here, and she's trained at the dojo. And legit, the next day, he emailed me, like, when can you come down and train? Wow. And that's how it started. That's cool. So from there, training at ROH, doing the JoJo life, um, your first match is a televised match. Yeah, God um, help me. <laughs> so walk us through that. How'd you find out about it? Uh, tell us about that match. Um, well, 
when you are close to graduation, you have your graduation match with Delirious. And at the end, he critiques you. Yay, I think you're ready or no. Uh, we're going to keep working on it. Besides doing an ROH camp, I had did the ROH camp too because that's like mandatory for, for us as well. So I had did my uh, graduation match with him, and he's just like, not bad. So he didn't say yay or no. He just said, not bad. So I come down the next week, and he's like, um, we're going to do a Woman of Honor tapings in Nashville in February. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I didn't think I was a part of it. I thought he was just telling me. He's like, you're going to have a match, by the way. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, <laughs> but this is going to be, I'm going to be the dark match, right? And he's like, oh, we'll see. So then the next week, I'll come down to training. And he's like, uh, start thinking of a name. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, because you can't go out and Big Booty Trudy. I'm sorry. Like, start thinking of a name. I'm like, well, uh, he's like, I like Faye. Keep Faye. But, you know, try to change up the last name or something. So me being a big fan of Janet Jackson and Samuel L. Jackson, I was like, hey, I'll just be a Jackson, too. They all seem pretty popular. So he's like, all right, cool. So that's when I'm going to announce you as Faye Jackson. So then the week after, this is January. And he's like, all right, do you have your outfit together? And I'm like, what? I don't know what to wear, what gear to get. I don't even know what type of gear I should get besides, like, getting some knee pads and stuff like that. So I'm trying to scrounge up, get, like, my gear together. And I found, like, a black cat suit that was kind of, like, see-through. So I'm like, that's kind of my style. So I'll go with that. And then Mandy helped me uh, bedazzle it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then probably two weeks prior, when they make the before they make the announcements on the website, he tells me, oh, by the way, you're wrestling ODB. And my mouth just dropped. Was, uh, <laughs> what? He's like, yeah, and I'm recording it for TV, by the way. I was like, oh, so I'm not showing up. So thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> You're not going to put this stress on me. Not in my life. But thank you for the opportunity. He's like, what? You're going to come. You better show up. You better be in Nashville. I'm like, okay, all right. So I'm freaking out. Like for When I tell you literally for like two weeks, I am freaking out. I'm like, I'm wrestling ODB. It's going to be on TV. And then when I get to the setup and it's the brand new set, <laughs> like they spent money for all this elaborate mess and the stage is huge and the arena is huge. Like I was freaking out up to the point where I think I had a panic attack right before my music hit. But overall, the match ended up okay. Uh, ODB is amazing because I was just like, this is my first match. I don't care what you do. I don't care what we do. Just tell me what you want me to do because I have no ideas whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> so she's what? like, don't be nervous. You're okay. And then afterwards, she compliments. She's like, you're going to go so far. Oh. I can't wait to see where you go with this because you're so different. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. So, so, oh, go ahead, Casey. After the match, like, did you feel, you know, more comfortable in the ring or 
Not really. No. No. <laughs> and to this day, I'm still, it could be five people in a crowd. It could be 5,000 in a crowd. I'm still never comfortable because in my mind, it's like, uh, put on a show, don't mess up. But it's kind of like as soon as my music hits, I, I need to put on my Beyonce face. It's kind of like, all right, here yeah. we go, showtime. But I'm never comfortable in the ring. But I just never let it show because I want to make sure that, you know, I'm doing everybody. I'm just making sure I want I look at least decent enough where I won't get booed or say, oh, she sucks. Or, like, I want people to at least enjoy to enjoy the match, kind of like enjoying the show. There's people that wrestle, but there's also people that entertain. So I'll try to put those together, if that makes sense. Well, Faye, you looked real comfortable taking a pretty big power bomb bomb yeah. in a four-way match that I haven't <laughs> for. So I think we're past the point of you just, you know, going out there and not sucking because let me tell you, that power bomb bump happened and I was at Casey and said, Oh my God, I hope she's okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Like, it looked incredible. So you're cl- you're killing it. Let's be real. No, oh, thank honestly. you. Well, really co- that coming from you too, I really appreciate that because it's been, for me, it hasn't been a long road, but it's been definitely a road. I can put it that way. Well, let's talk about that road, shall we? Because you've had quite the year and if there is if i could put like a top five of people whose names are just going everywhere i can't deny that you're just showing up everywhere today um and i think that that's a really huge kind of thing to kind of tip the hat to and i think the first time that i ever heard your name um was in the ecwa super eight chick fight tournament um that happened um and so really would love to kind of hear about your um experience at ECWA that was like they hit me up that day because Rachel Ellering had a severe concussion so they needed somebody to fill her spot like that day so Deanna hits me up and is like are you busy like um because you do me a huge favor and I'm like what's up because Deanna rarely hit me up for anything because I was just getting to know her as well so for me getting a message from her, I'm like, oh, okay, this is odd, but what's up? And she's like, this ECWA uh, Super 8 chick fight, can you like fill in the spot for Rachel Ellery? And I was like, I'm already there. Of course <laughs> I'm doing that. <laughs> Only thing was, I had already had a booking that day in Pennsylvania. So I didn't get to the building till almost 6 o'clock, which was bell time. So I had to hurry up and... Uh, get changed and put makeup on and take p- promo pictures, but that literally happened that day. Whew. Yeah, that's crazy. Thank God for answering Facebook Messenger that day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So, another thing. Um, also, we recently saw you debut at AIW as part of Girls' Night Out against Ray Lynn, um, which back on the sound off, um, one of our fellow staff members, Dave, was actually there and talked about how that match was really entertaining between you and Ray Lynn. Um, and so would love to kind of hear from an actual in-ring perspective about that match as well. That match to me was so much fun because it finally... I'll put it to you this way. 
I know there is a certain standard that I have to hold at different promotions. Like at Ring of Honor, they're wrestling and they're top wrestling. So it's you got to show what you can do in the ring. And I'm not, I will say I'm an okay wrestler. I'm not the greatest wrestler. That's why I'm still training and learning from other people. But that's what they want to see there. At AIW, this was like one of the first times where I was able to show who Faye Jackson really is. And that's not only the wrestling, but it's who I am, who I embody, who I embody. And it's showing that, yes, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Yes. Enjoy all these curves and uh, just get prepared for all this booty in your face. So I enjoyed the match so much because it was me being able to show who I am. Right. And I know me and Dennis have talked about this when we met you at the ROH show, but you really have such this great connection with your fans. Like when we were talking to you and all the fans kept coming up, they all were so, they all had something to say about how they connected with you. And I just think that's incredible. Like, do you think about that, or is it just something that kind of just happened? I mean, to me, it's still a little bit humbling, and I'm very grateful for every person that comes up to me and tells me, like, either, um, like, thank God for a girl with curves in the business, or you're my inspiration, or just from the fact, like, oh, I love like, your charisma, or, like, I love your uniqueness, because coming from a world where, you know, I did, I did model for a little bit. I did, I was in the music business as far as like DJing and being around all these rap superstars and their entourages. And I was never the skinny girl. Like, yeah, you got a cute face, but you're not the skinny girl. So they don't want to look at you. So how can you make yourself known? And in this, in wrestling, everybody's very toned, very athletic and it was me taking a chance on myself. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a 125 pound girl, but at least I can show you guys what I can do as far as someone with my figure. And not all big girls have to be shown and portrayed as I hate to say it, but like beasts and monsters Mm -hmm. like we can be beautiful as well we can show attractiveness as well so that's what I've been trying to do like yeah have fun in the ring but you know you could take me seriously as well because outside of the fun you know I'm a dominant I'm a dominant woman so that's the only thing I've just been trying to, you know, show and prove on my end. But I think there's also a part of this too, Faye, that you're just genuinely a humble person. And <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and toot your own horn for a minute. Because the <laughs> one thing that really stood out to me in general about you um, was we were in this like atrium area of the Baltimore arena. And... <laughs> 
we are, I'm like, we had begged Faye to come talk to us and she graciously did. And there were multiple people who would just like come up and be like, oh my God, Faye, can we get a picture? And literally like Faye smiled at every single person, was the kindest human being I've ever interacted with in that kind of setting where it could be very easy to be like, hold up, I'm having a conversation, but that didn't happen. And I just think it's incredible that not only are you showing that, but you just have such a genuine niceness to everybody who comes up to you that it's just incredible. Like it was incredible to watch to the side. I even remember turning to Casey and being like, you would think that she's best friends with everyone. Yeah. But yeah, because at the end of the day, the fans are the ones that, you know, pay the money to see you and I'm not the type of person and I don't even like when wrestlers like shove fans off to the side like yeah I understand some of them have a character to portray but those are the ones that invested in you so I think I thank everyone that's always had my back or has been a cheerleader for me so if you want a picture hell yeah I'll take a picture with you uh, if you want to want me to say hi, give you a hug, like, I'm okay with that because to me, that's my thank you to them. Incredible. I don't have words. <laughs> I, uh, I just feel like <laughs> so another everyone... thing going off of that, though, is, um, and this kind of ties us all back in, is one of the things that I noticed off of you right off the bat when we became friends on Twitter is your Twitter bio. Um, and it's something that really just sticks out to me because I think that this really also kind of ties in who you are as a person um, because your ending hashtag is F your beauty standards, yeah. um, which I just think is incredible. And so yeah. can you kind of talk where that part really comes from? And because I, I mean, it's always on your Instagram pictures and things of that nature. And I just love it. Well, that started as a, like, me being a plus-size model. That started as a trend of, you know, the modeling industry having all these standards of, oh, you have to be 5'9", you have to be 110 pounds, you have to be a blonde, blue-eyed model, or, like, a dark-skinned African-American model, or, like, a sexy Latina woman model. And it's, like, plus-size woman, um majority of the women in the u.s let's be real wear a size 14 and above so why are the beauty standards that we see on tv nobody that is portrayed with us and that goes as far as like sports that goes as far as music as television modeling all of that uh, you don't see yourself on TV. I know I don't see myself on TV rare, rarely. Like, it's getting better, but still. Like, you got people like Ashley Graham, who's, like, the most gorgeous woman. She's one of the people that uh, helped get F your, uh, F your beauty standards out there. And um, uh, uh, Tess Holiday, I think it's Tess Valentine. She, she's another one. There's so many plus-size beautiful women that are out here that are saying, you know, people look like us. <laughs> they, I mean, yeah, there are some that, you know, there are women that are the average size of a 5'5 five five and 110 pound, 115 pound, because that's what, the, what they say, like the BMI is supposed to be or whatever. But 
I know I see a lot more people in my section when I go shopping at the stores than I see in the ju- the junior section, unless they're in high school. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And do you think that there's more women in wrestling with this F your beauty standards type of deal? Because we have kind of a change in women's wrestling now where it's not the, you know, pencil-thin, blonde model. There's people like Heidi Lovelace that just got signed. There's Nia Jax, girls like that. Do you think there's kind of like a change in women's wrestling? or? I would say yes and no. Yes and no? <laughs> yes and no. Like like you said, there's Heidi Lovelace. There's, uh, there's Nia Jax. But, you know, you still have, I mean, don't get me wrong, because Alexa Bliss is gorgeous. Like, even in person, she is gorgeous. But then it's like, you get people, you got someone like her, and it's just like, oh, well, do I have to look like that to get my name out there? Or like the Bellas, or like Maurice, or, you know, people like that. Like, do I have to look like them? Or Sasha Banks, you know, do I have to look like them in order to get noticed? But then again, it's like, like you said, you got um, Nia Jax that only thing, only critique I would give to her is I would love to see her in an outfit that I wear, like show some skin (laughs) instead of being covered all the way up. I'd be proud of what you got. It's like when she released that swimsuit picture, like that was the best. That broke the Internet. Yeah, that was amazing. Because she looked amazing. And her outfit makes her look bigger. I don't get it. Yeah. So there is one thing that um, we, as you know, Faye, posted on our Twitter to have people ask questions. Um, You even quote tweeted this question. Um, And so, you know, I casually was watching Evolve for really no reason other than (laughs) I was bored. Um, And, you know, right on Evolve, I happened to see one Faye Jackson on the arm of Stokely Hathaway, um, which, you know, of course, then I'm immediately sucked in. Um, But nonetheless, there's now this, you know, do ROH people show up on other big iPay-per-view companies? And so can you kind of talk about that relationship and where you're at with both of those promotions? Yes, absolutely. I will answer that question with a no, I am not done with Women of Honor. Not by a long shot, because they are the ones that gave me my opportunity to go to places like WSU and Queens of Combat and uh, uh, even Evolve. Evolve, uh, Stokely called me saying, hey, like, I have a segment where I really need a female. And usually I refer females to him and he's like, nah, nah, nah. But (laughs) this time he was just like. At first, he asked me, he's like, do you mind doing this with me? And I was like, yeah, I don't care because I'm free that day. If I'm not booked, then I'm going to take a booking somewhere else. And that's my thing with this whole, like, oh, if you show up at one place, you can't show up at another place and blah, blah, blah. I go where I am booked. I'm not signed to a contract anywhere, so I can go where I'm booked. So he asked me as a favor to walk him out to the ring. I didn't know what the deal was until I got there. 
And if it was a major issue, I'm pretty sure Gabe knows me. He will put me to the side or pull Stokely to the side and say, hey, I don't think it's a good idea because I don't want any more heat than it than what it is. Because I, I think people know about the relationship between Ring of Honor and Evolve. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the type of person to stir the pot. Like I said, I go where I'm booked. So I didn't mean to cause any type of confusion or anything <laughs> that day. <laughs> but but at the end of the day, I was just helping out a friend. And, and we appreciated yes, it. Yes. I appreciated it as well. Because as soon as I seen all of the Twitter notifications, I was just like, oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. We were that day. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be a big either. I didn't think it was going to be a big deal, and I also didn't think people were going to recognize who I was. I thought they were just going to think it was enough because I'm not the first girl Stokely has had on his arm. Like there's been other girls that have that are in the business that have done the same thing. Hmm. But they didn't get the reaction you did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect it either. But like I said, I'm not signed. To a contract with anyone, but as far as me being with Women of Honor, I will always be a part of Women of Honor unless other opportunities come. And I mean, like, as far as like bigger opportunities, other than that, like, I belong to Women of Honor, and I always mention that. So, going on that and going to other companies as well. Um, you know, I know because I've chatted with you a little bit that you're watching stuff that's on TV now with WWE um, and all that stuff. And I, I know Casey and I just always find it interesting because we're fans and we can comment all day long. And, you know, there's the sound off for a reason. Um, but really, what are kind of your thoughts about where WWE is at right now? Um, I don't know if you saw the payback match, um, but kind of what do you think about WWE currently and the women that are there? Uh, WWE is basically killing it right now, especially with Mm -hmm. the women's wrestling, especially with this tournament coming up. Like, I'm excited to see who's going to be involved with it, just to see, like, you know, what for me, what competition is out there? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But but in a good way, because uh, all competition is always great competition. But I think that they are just taking over the world in the, the women's division. Uh, I I think Naomi is queen. Uh, I I am actually a fan of Alexa Bliss. Like I. And I saw the tweet where uh, Rusev said something about uh, she didn't come from the Indies. Yeah, she's one of those people that she adapted to this wrestling world very quickly. This is something that is for her because she adapted to it and she knows what she's doing. So I am a fan and you have to give credit where credit is due. Cause not everybody's going to come from the, from the Indies. Like, I don't think, I don't know why people like to bring that up. Like everybody needs to come from the Indies to pay their dues. People pay their dues and wrestling in different, in different ways. Definitely. And she definitely has done that and look where she's at now. Definitely. She's come such a long way so quickly. Exactly. So, and you know, wrestling starts at, I mean, for me, like I'm still learning. So I wouldn't say that I'm at the caliber of anybody in the WWE, 
But for her, like, she's training every single day and look where she's at and she adapted quickly. There's people that she started with down in the performance center and they're still down there in Mm -hmm. NXT. Not to throw any shade or anything, but it's like, you know, they know what they're doing and they know who to call up. Right. Very true. Now, speaking of NXT, when we asked a few of our Twitter followers if they had any questions for you, they wanted to know... When are you going to NXT? Like, do you have any <laughs> desire to? I guess to? when they call. Yeah. <laughs> it's not something I wouldn't say I'm not open to. If they want me, hey, I'm here. But I don't even think, I I mean, I heard anything about a tryout or anything. They ain't looking at me. But either way, it's like if the opportunity came, I would definitely 100% do it. You There's couldn't. people that's in NXT now that was in the ring of honor and I'm like oh I miss that guy (laughs) (laughs) and they're down there killing it there's people in the indies that you know even though I worked with them briefly you know they're in NXT now it's like you know it's it's I wouldn't say it's not a possibility but who knows I don't know where the future holds hopefully it hopefully leads there if not then it wasn't in in God's will to put it put it there but I mean hopefully it does I just keep working hard so speaking of future, um, if you could have some dream opponents, um, who would they be um, and why? Oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, I don't I, I don't really care who I wrestle as long as we put on a good match. But for me, dream opponents would be Jazz would be one of them. I think we would have a great, like, hard body match. Yeah. Um. Because people always tweet this to me, I'll put it as a dream opponent, Nia Jax. People just want to see me versus Nia Jax for some reason. I like it. (laughs) Yeah, so I will put that one out there. Um, Even Awesome Kong, or even if uh, Aja Kong wanted to come back, I would do that one day. That'd be a great match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be down for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you don't have any, like, dream opponents except those. But um, what has been one of your favorite matches? Do you have a few that stick out? Uh, So far, I would say at the ECWA tournament with me and Britt Baker. That's, like, that's my second bake. So me and her, we can we can just wrestle without even calling anything. We just know we just know each other so well, and we know we will put on a good match <laughs> just because we know each other so well, and we just know that. I, I honestly, I just love her. Like she to me, I I keep telling her by the end of this year she's going to get signed and she's going to leave me all alone. But. <laughs> 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 but she's definitely one of those people where me and her work together just flawlessly. And um, actually, the match I had with Ray Lynn, because like I said earlier, um, that was a match where I was able to show who I am. And it took, you know, three people in the ring, but I took all, all three people down. So. Yeah, you did. <laughs> So to me, I, like that was one of my favorite matches. I think people who just tell in that match, I just had so much fun. 
and my mom was there. So I was just so happy. Like she, that was like the second time she seen me wrestle. The first time was in, she had came all the way to Baltimore oh. and that was like my second match ever because she just needed to see it. So she's like, I don't care where it's going to be. I'm coming. So she came all the way to Baltimore from Ohio to see me wrestle. So for me, wrestling in Cleveland, it was only like two hours away for her. So she's like, yeah, I'm there. And she brought the family oh. and they were loud. And uh, <laughs> even even uh, Biggins had uh, talked to my mom. was like, oh, I want your tracks. And my mom had this tracksuit made. It was all pink. And That's it had crazy. my picture on the back and my name up front, and it said Faye Jackson's mom. Because people just, you oh, know, oh, my mom needs, no, my mom needs the spotlight too. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so she let it be known <laughs> that that was my mother. Oh, That's awesome. That's okay. So, Faye, you've been at this point almost everywhere. Um, you bet at ECWA, AIW, we talked about Evolve, Women of Honor. Um, I've seen on Twitter that you're going to be at WSU. Um, I mean, where else can we see you? What are kind of your goals? Are there any companies that you're looking to still get involved with that you haven't yet? Um, well, I can say, I don't know if you saw my tweet or my picture where I put, it's the summer of Faye. Because I, I am a big Seinfeld fan, and I remember this, the Summer of George episode where he just like <laughs> said he just declared that it was the Summer of George. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna declare this the Summer of Faye because I have some some things under my sleeve, and all I can say it may get a little shimmery and shiny oh. for my summer. So. Now, if I'm not excited for the summer now, I, know. I don't know what else could have made it that way. <laughs> um, so um, just kind of wrapping up, Faye, um, uh, what are kind of, where can people see you coming up soon? Um, and if they want to get in touch with you on social media, how do they do that? Uh, coming up, well, I have my WSU debut, which I'm excited for. That's going to be May 13th against Jordan Grace. And uh, she's a thickums like me, but she ain't as thick as me. So that's going to be a good match. <laughs> <laughs> and I also have Nova Pro coming up. And I will be actually that weekend of the 19th, 20th, and 21st. I will be at the Mid-Atlantic Wrestling Expo. So you can come check me out there. It's going to be in Richmond, Virginia. I'll be there for two days. And if you want to find me on Instagram and Twitter, uh, it's FayeJackson419. Got to rep my hometown always, but I'll never change. So <laughs> that's, the, that's the old school area code, 419, for some people that thought I was trying to downplay like a 420 or something like no sorry <laughs> 419 my old, my, oh, my old area code so i always represent toledo ohio to the fullest but it's faye jackson 419 all right and faye thank you so much yeah. for taking the time to come and chat with us we really appreciate it so we much really yeah, we're so you. excited to see what kind of glistening can be happening this summer. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> thank you so much for chatting with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Casey, for having me. 
All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.